Media at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. All right, you can't call in because we do have a problem with the lines. Now we know that for sure. But you can SMS to 34701. You can tweet at Ashraf Gardner. I'll certainly be able to read those things. Looking forward to chatting about... Uh, a premise, in fact, that marketers are not aligning their budgets accurately. So basically, what are we saying? They're not doing their job. We'll find out about it. Sig saying, I shall have no media, journalists or analysts can tell the truth without demonstrating at least some degree of objectivity. I wonder whether you agree with that. By the way, the Bell's advert, hit or miss, what do you think about it? Most people raving about it. But do you think it's a hit? What do you think? You tell me. 34701. Now, we do this every Sunday. We look at a, an agency, a company, a person, and we profile them so we get behind the scenes. Today, it's the eye on Brands Rock. Mike Joubert with me, the CEO at uh, Brands Rock, based in the Cape Town studios now. Mike, good chatting to you. Hi. Good morning, Ashraf. How are you doing? Good morning, indeed. Okay, so Brands Rock, what is it? It's a through-the-line uh, brand solutions agency. We started uh, just over four years ago um, as a strategically-led agency focusing just on strategic consulting, and then we just grew into a fully-fledged, through-the-line agency. We're probably the coolest agency nobody's heard of. Well, what does that mean, the coolest agency <laughs> nobody's heard of? We've kind of grown under the radar, Ashraf. We already have 40 people, uh, a very strong office in Johannesburg. In fact, we've just recently taken on board John Dixon, ex-CEO um, of Draft FCB, to head up our business up there. And we've got a range of uh, very exciting blue-chip clients for whom we now do through-the-line work. Mm. And, and, and that, that point is sort of being below the radar. Do I get it that on the one hand, ironically, you, you promote brands, right, um, and, and uh, create awareness around them. But then in this case, is it yeah. quite intentional that you keep yourself below the radar? Is that good for business? Uh, it has been for us. Um, you know, just to be transparent, I've been a client for almost 20 years before that. I headed up Levi's Strauss in South Africa as CEO, and then I headed up the Levi's brand in Europe. And so I recognize that for the most part, you know, fully appreciative of agencies, when you shout too loud, you become an easy target. But if you, you know, um, under-promise and over-deliver, you have a better chance of actually delivering. So we've actually gained some great clients over the last year, the likes of uh, eBucks through the line, Sharp through the line, uh, by just um, referrals and recommendations. And we keep delivering. All right, so in, so in terms of, you say through the line, but in terms of the core business, what in fact do you guys do? Who, who do you service? Uh, we service uh, companies that have brands, uh, either national or international, and we're a strategically led agency, which means simply we look at a company or a brand's business strategy, and we understand that, and then we put together brand plans and marketing plans that both drive the equity and awareness, but also looks at sales. In fact, some of our clients, we are actually on risk with our profit linked to their sales, and we're prepared to do that. How common is that? I don't think it's that common. When I was a client, you know, we, we started and pioneered a process where I said to my agencies, if you're prepared to go on risk with me and make sure that your uh, marketing and advertising plans help drive sales, then you'll share in the, in the profit and the spoils. Uh, and it worked well. In fact, King James, your previous, uh, mm -hmm. they were one of my agencies. They started in our brands when I was marketing director for Brandhouse many, many years ago. That's interesting because the point you're making is, is often we, we chat about this that, uh, you know, sometimes agencies are great on creativity, 
but uh, low on uh, overall impact. It's probably something we're going to chat to Jackie Khrif about in a few minutes' time. Uh, so, so your premise, is, is that across the board? Do you do that all the time, that, that profits are, uh, or, or, or remuneration is actually linked to, to overall effect? Uh, we do for most of our big clients. Harley-Davidson is a great case in point. It's one of our valued clients. We've, we've been working with Harley-Davidson through the line now for a couple of years, and we've linked our profits to helping them sell more bikes. Uh, and so um, it is still a bit of a foreign concept to some uh, some clients. Um, but for the clients that we have, you know, Jose Cuevo, Tequila is one of them, we actually um, do that because it also keeps my team sharp and focused. You know, our philosophy is a very simple one. It's strategy, creativity, and delivery. And those three work hand in hand. So strategy, understanding the business, creativity, we have to be as creative, if not more so, than other agencies and competitors. But delivery is probably where we, um, where we do most of our, our um, successful work because we come up with ideas that are actually practical and implementable. Probably going to ask you how many Harley Davidsons you saw, but uh, think about that. We'll get to. Uh, I can actually tell you. But <laughs> okay, you think about it. We'll get to Mike Jubeir right after this. Thanks, Ashraf. A focus on Sunday evening. Rising costs are taking a toll on South Africans, and more price hikes are on the cards. Will 2014 bring some relief to struggling consumers, and who will benefit from the new employment tax incentive? Focus. Incisive and insightful this Sunday evening at half past six, only on SABC2. Media at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Right, Mike uh, Jubeir with me, the MD of uh, the Brands Rock Group. Let's just talk about, okay, so how many Harleys have you sold, Mike? And I say you now because you're a partner, you see. Yeah, we, we've helped them increase their sales by over 10% uh, just in the last year alone. Um, I can't divulge the actual numbers, but it, it's been a very successful and a mutually beneficial relationship. The, to, a, to a degree, am I right in saying that a lot of what you're doing, and, and we can maybe just rattle those brands off again, but there's, a, there's also a huge music focus that, that we're involved in, right? Yeah, I, I've been a very big supporter of South African music for the last 30 years in many forms and guises. Uh, even had a little record company to uh, support Honor Carstens when he went solo. So I, I uh, have that deep love for music, which has now become the sort of cultural DNA of our agency. We've got a couple of bona fide musicians, in fact, some award-winning musicians, whose day job it is to actually help run the marketing programs for our clients. And we also have a very strong uh, little division that basically um, partners uh, brands with bands and musicians in in various uh, events and activations that we do. And and the market for that sort of being a a specialist music agency? Uh, It's huge. Uh, I think South Africa has has certainly uh, woken up to the fact that that music or partnering with music and brands is, is big. A lot of agencies and brands around the world are doing that now. If you consider that music, both live events and and big concerts, is the biggest growing um, consumer activity in the world, bar none. If you look in South Africa, you know we have multiple uh, events and festivals that keep growing every year. Live music is alive and well, and there are brands who are clever enough to partner with those events because they become consumer touch points. Hmm. How you just go back to, to your own career? I mean, you did say you mentioned King James and all that, but, but how did it all start for you from the very beginning in terms of what, what inspired you? Look, I was going to become a development economist uh, many years ago. I did my studies on, on uh, in fact, black economic empowerment. So I mm-hmm. thought, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd love to make a difference, but I defaulted back into marketing. I was marketing director for CompuTicket. We took CompuTicket in the early nineties from a 
big mainframe company to to uh, open systems and, and PCs, and then joined what was then Gilby's uh, as marketing director, and then Levi's. So I got to work with great, great global brands, Johnny Walker, Bells, Smirnoff, and Levi's. And so when I came back from Europe, uh, I realized to do something in South Africa, a great way to start is start a business, and I chose to start an agency. Must have had my head red, but it, it's worked for us. We're a very successful medium-sized agency now in South Africa. Mm. How, how do you stay competitive and ensure that clients come, come back for more? Uh, very simple. We focus. We don't dabble. We don't go off the, you know, off, off the playing field. We're very clear on what we offer, and we link our delivery against that offering. And the, the great portfolio of clients that we have recognize that and, and give us more work. Well, and, and, and the uniqueness of, of the people that you have working with you, you, know, you mentioned that team. Uh, tell yes. Me, tell me about the team. Uh, sure, that's probably the, the heart and soul of, of our success. You know, um, th- there's some great agents in South Africa, and I've met you know, a lot of the, the guys are peers of mine, but I've realized that the, the success, the, the fundamental success of any agency lies in the culture and the people. And I've just managed my teams like that over many years. So we have a great bunch of, of guys and girls who work with us. We've had a very low um, turnover rate. In fact, we, we, we flooded with CVs now literally every week because it is a fun place. We work hard and we play hard. And because the, the briefs are so clear and because it's a project management environment as opposed to more linear agency client service, everybody gets to work on, on, on business all the time. You don't, you're not put in a, a little cubicle and, uh, and just do your part of the work. Everybody takes ownership of what we deliver. But, but do they take ownership of, of a specific brand or they take ownership of everything? I'm just trying to see how this plays out. Uh, they take ownership of the project. So very simply put, uh, we work on a project management methodology, a bit like architects and engineers. So every brief we treat as a project. So the project team is put together. It means that if someone falls out of the project for whatever reason, the rest of the project team still carries that. We're also unique in as much as our clients are pretty much part of the project team. So they spend a lot of time in our agency. They join us for brainstorms. They join us for meetings. And it allows us the efficiency of both time and making sure the creative elements are right from, from the start. You know, the traditional agency model, you'd get a brief and then disappear for a couple of weeks and come back with a creative product, mm-hmm. but then you run out of time. And agency is then hell-bent on selling you that idea instead of the uh, client who principally should understand the brand far better than agencies do because they've lived with it for far longer. They should be part of that team and give their inputs all along the way. What are your thoughts about the pitching process? In, in, in <laughs> Don't get me started. I'm not a big fan of pitching per se, uh, but that's a that's a very strong personal opinion. Uh, all throughout my career as, as, as a client, we actually went to the trouble of finding our agencies, doing our homework, and then getting them just to do a sense check. Um, there is value in, in pitching when uh, there are big uh, agency uh, accounts at stake, but I'm a very firm believer clients should do their homework themselves, not use brokers, and actually get down and understand who the best agency for their brands are in the business. It's a bit like doing your, you know, your, your homework when you're going to buy a car or a, or a house. You have to do the homework. So do you then foresee a change in the industry? No, not at all. I think it's very entrenched. There's been a, a growth of, of agency brokers around the world. Um, and it's a fundamentally sound system. Um, I, I would just probably like to see the, the clients themselves take a lot more ownership of understanding what agencies do what work.
Tell me something about your, your company that is, that is really worth repeating because it's just such a unique story. Uh, I think at the heart of it, it's, it's, it's a success story in as much as uh, Brands Rock started as, uh, as a dream and has really grown significantly in four years based on the people in the business. It hasn't been a profit motive. It's been a delivery of, of work and, and growing a base and, and providing jobs. So explain that. You know, often people say you can't start a business uh, because of profits only. But, but I mean, isn't that the entire premise anyway? That if it's not about the profit and it's only about the passion, then what? I mean, how do you pay the bills? Uh, it's a good point, Ashraf. You know, I, I've, uh, I've uh, shared the podium with many great speakers on this very topic. You know, Peter Drucker said the, the, the purpose of business is, is profit. Uh, but profit is, is the end game. In the previous conversation you had with the Bells guys, they were talking about bottom line. You have to manage a business well. That's, that's a given. But to manage a business competitively, you need to look at what you have. And in our case in particular, what we have is a very dedicated and a very focused group of people. And I apply management and my senior team applies leadership to inspire people to do the best work and the numbers follow. Now, let's just r- run through those brands you mentioned because you touched on some of them but not on others. So, who's on your client list? So, we do through the line work for uh, Harley-Davidson, for eBucks, for KWV. We do the whole portfolio for KWV. We do Jose Cuevo International. We work with Kiehl's, a great cosmetic brand. We do work for Puma. We work, do activation work for Vodacom. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's one of those portfolios of clients when people hear what we do and who we work with, they go, wow, how did you manage that? And we're very proud of it and very grateful. And, and give me some examples of, of great success stories that uh, has emerged uh, through your company. Uh, oh, there, there, there are many. Harley Davidson is probably a great one. Uh, when we took on board the client, they principally were taking international work and just adapting it to South Africa. And we said, look, in South Africa, we're such a great country. For instance, uh, black riders, that we have a very big proportion and growing proportion of black riders and black um, riding groups. And so we developed a campaign called I and Elite, um, which is all about the brotherhood, uh, Harley Davidson Brotherhood, but just with a South African flavor. And that's been hugely successful and has now been adopted as best practice by Harley Davidson International, which uh, our local client and my team were very proud of. How, how do you lastly avoid the, the fear of losing your clients? So you, you have this good <laughs> relationship. I'm, I'm just thinking about the, the, the common one, the Nando's uh, Black River FC one. There's been a relationship for a good few years. Yeah. Very successful. But Nando's felt they had to change. So... That, that's are, are, are you sort yeah. of edgy? Is it like in the, you know like like a like a date, and you hope you have another date, and you just don't know every single time you sort of uh, engage with them? Yeah, I have a great question. You know, being a client is great because you're sort of in a position of power and you can allocate. But being an agency, you, I, I am on edge only in as much as I want to make sure we deliver. By the way, Nando's is also one of our big clients. We we were awarded the full activation business at the end of last year when they go through the went through the agency roster reshuffle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that comes back to my point about pitching. You know, wh- when you have an agency um, as a client, you need to invest in them. And to just change agencies for the sake of changing is, is not always a good thing. But it does keep me awake at night. And um, it's important that we just continue to deliver the kind of work that makes the client both proud and makes them profitable. And, and that's the essence of our philosophy. Okay, worth quoting. Uh, Mike uh 
Je bear, never mind you're going to keep yourself under the radar. That's great because <laughs> coming out of Thanks so much for your time. Most appreciated. And best wishes with uh, the Brands Rock Group. That sounds like a rock group, by the way. And you know that, I'm sure. <laughs> no, we're going to rock and roll DNA. Thanks, Ashraf. <laughs> really appreciate the time and a great show, by the way. We Pleasure. Listen to it. Thank you so much. Great stuff. There you are, Mike Shabir. In fact, I was in Cape Town last week, but that's another discussion for another time, right? Welcome visit next time you're down. Indeed, we'll do on a Harley, maybe.